Hi, Ron here and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. And once again, thank you for joining us today. Good morning and welcome to Devotions again. Well, we've set up the Book of Romans really well now. And uh, in chapter 5, he starts to get into the absolute essence of what he wants us to know. So uh, chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have an introduction by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not just that, we also glory when we're under pressure or in trouble because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope. And hope doesn't put us to shame or disappoint us because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. This is uh, lyrical stuff. Paul is, um, you know, he's been walking around arguing with people in his mind and, you know, and painting the picture of where we live. But, but also this thing about justification and we can be right with God even in this messy world. And now he's starting to bring it in for a landing in terms of how it works. And he says, we have an introduction to this grace in Jesus. The word introduce is fun. It, it's the standard word when you introduce someone to royalty, you know, when the process for which you would meet Her Majesty, you know, that's, that's one of the meanings of that word. It's the sort of word someone would use as a worshipper entering a temple. But the, the better, happier meaning for us is it means coming into a haven or a safe harbour, no longer subject to the dangers of sea, no longer alone, no longer out in the wide blue yonder, but home safe, able to relax, sure leave. This is a glory and we are brought in and an introduction to the safe harbour. An old Phil Kiggy song, if you want to Google it, um, there's a road leading out and it leads to your desired haven. Beautiful song, Google it. Uh, he says, this is a glory and it's a powerful, beautiful thing. It lights up our lives. It, it makes things wonderful. But then he remembers who he's writing to and the world in which they're living. And they're under pressure. It's not easy to be a Christian in Rome. It's not easy to be a Christian now if you take it seriously. And so he says, all right, this is right. This beautiful, beautiful thing that we have, this safe harbour, this glory, this thing that lights up our lives, exists in the context of the real world. So not only do we glory in the safe haven that we've already found for the way that our spirits have lit up and we now live in Christ and he lives in us, we do that in a world where we are under pressure. The word trouble that he uses literally translates as being under pressure. There are things pressing in on us all the time. And, and not just, you know, the things of, of the spiritual battle, just the, the need to pay the bills, to deal with the kids and the grandkids, the the need to 
maintain our basic relationships, the need to look after our health, and, and then the need to deal with the fact that we are witnesses to Christ and that's not always a winning formula for being popular and, and so on and on. So all the pressures of life, Paul says, yeah, that's right. That's the context where this glory is known. And here's the thing. That pressure, that trouble, that difficulty, when we take it on the assumption that God is good and God is with us, it produces fortitude. Now, the fortitude, the perseverance is more than just a resigned, oh, well, this too will pass. No, that's not it. Um, it's something, uh, Beethoven was a famous classical musician, great composer, classic, and he went deaf. And as that diagnosis was coming through, one of the things he said was, maybe so, I shall take life by the throat. <laughs> that's the fortitude that Paul is talking about. It's a spirit that actually overcomes. It's a spirit that won't lie down and just survive. It will find a way to thrive. There will be sunshine and light and glory in it, regardless of the situation. This is a very, very high calling in this one word, a very, very great power. And that fortitude produces character. The image that he uses there is the word, the word hangs on uh, like a furnace burning metal to produce something really, really pure. All impurity gone. So the pressure produces, we're in the context of Christ in us now. The pressure produces fortitude. Fortitude produces purity, passion, clarity, exactitude. And that produces hope. And the hope is that thing that may not like a crisis, may not enjoy the troubles and trials of every day, but it will always enjoy the opportunities that come with it. And it will be looking for that opportunity. As a lot of us coach each other, we'll be looking for the table of good things spread in the valley of the shadow of death. We're going to be looking for where's the opportunity? Where's the thing that could be, something could be made of in this? And that hope can't fail. Why can't it fail? Because this whole environment we live in is the love of God. We're caught up in the love of God. This thing that holds us, that secures us, that gentles our heart, that drives us forward. We're caught in the victory of Christ as well. And that's a victory not diminished by the pressure that Christ found himself under. You know, the cross, the torture, the grief, the loneliness, the alienation, the heartbreak. <laughs> Strangely, in that nightmare scenario, the victory of Christ was not diminished, but proven. Paul says, same for our troubles. The pressures of our lives do not diminish the love of God. They do not diminish the glory of the presence of God. They prove it. So Paul now really just sets before us, as he's been setting two ways to do religion, he's now setting before us two ways to live. One is a soft, flabby, resigned, give-up approach that leaves us as victims or this road. This road is hard work. This road is, is, not, um, is not for the faint-hearted. And we have friends who have walked this road out of dreadful places. And, they, in the, and that's what repentance is, is literally just walking this road. 
they have walked now into a place of increasing victory. Their lives are changing. We have other friends who have chosen to wallow in what is effectively a gospel-free zone. They're wallowing in their victim mentality, in their need to, you know, just for somebody else to do something, and they're still lost. The Christian faith calls us to stand up, you know, stand up, embrace things in the love of God, but then embrace the journey through. It's a hard road. The alternative is that pressure produces surrender. Surrender produces a sad sort of stagnation, and that stagnation produces despair. <laughs> Ours is the opposite path. Be careful of this. That sad resignation can affect all our souls. It certainly affects mine. <laughs> that is not the Christian way. The Christian way is more noble than that, more disciplined than that, more taking our thoughts captive than that, more pressing forward than that. It is a way that demands of ourselves to embrace troubles in a way that grow us forward in the love of God. This is, I think, a good summation of what Jesus probably had in mind when he talked about the way to life is narrow and few find it. It is a process entirely surrounded in the love of God, in the power of God, in the glory of God, in the hope of the future in God. Entirely, that's the air that is breathed on this journey. But it's still a journey of us taking our part and standing. This grace in which we stand. There are things trying to push us over. We refuse. Let's come to God. Let's pray. First of all, God, we um, first of all need to bring ourselves to you and pray. God, we're the tentacles of a sad resignation, a victim mentality, a pressure that produces passivity affect our lives. God, we come to you this morning and we want to shake off that encumbrance that clings so easily, as the book of Hebrews says. We don't like it. We don't want it. Father, we are very tempted by it. It sort of feels nice, but we say now, no. And for today, Lord, we ask for the resolve to keep that promise. No, pressure will produce excellence, not passivity. We pray, Lord, in thanksgiving for the numbers of friends that we can that we know that our friends who have embraced this road, friends who have come out of dreadful places, out of being really lost in the world or in their own sins or in whatever it was, and they have embraced the love of God as the way forward. And they have walked through the pressures, the fantastic pressures they have faced. Character has built. Victory is now coming. Thank you, God, for these stories. But Father, today we pray for those who are walking away from this walk, for people who are giving up, for people who are forgetting their environment is the love of God and seeing their environment as all of the, the things that stand against them, all of the pressures they face, all of the, the nasty, evil things that genuinely assail them. Father, they've turned their eyes to those things. 
They have forgotten they have the resources of heaven at their disposal and they are falling back into sin in many ways. Father, we want to pray for a massive divine interruption in all our lives. God, Jesus, that you would stand in front of us clearly as a beacon calling us forward to the things that are good and noble and true, strong, resilient, faithful. Lord, so fill us with that spirit of faith, so renew our minds that we just know the structure of reality is that we are lost in your love, that we are going to you, the omega point, the end point of our lives and of the entire human story. And Lord, that we would harden up under that and walk this road of pressure that produces fortitude, that produces character, that produces hope, that doesn't disappoint because in it the love of God is. Help us, God. Help the people we are serving. Help the community. Help us to stand. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you, folks. We'll continue in Chapter 5 tomorrow morning. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode. And please, don't forget to sign up to the thebarackcenter.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today.